Hello! Hi, it's producer Casey. Just a quick programming note before we dive into this week's episode. I know what you're all thinking. The Beatles released a bunch of new and historic stuff over the past two weeks. We already heard about Now and Then last week. Now we haven't heard about Peter Jackson's video or the remix of Love Me Do that's the double A side on Now and Then. Or, you know the giant treasure trove of releases that came with the new red and blue albums released just this Friday. We know we're on it. We're working on it. Just, you know, we can't do instant reactions to everything. We got jobs. It takes us some time to put together these episodes. Uh, So don't worry. We're listening to everything. We're gathering our thoughts. We're making podcast episodes. We will be back soon to cover these epic and historic releases. But in the meantime, we've had a couple episodes that we recorded, to be frank, a few weeks ago, and they just keep getting bumped by Ringo EP releases and now and then drops. So please enjoy the Untitled Beatles podcast deep dish into Liverpool drag. And we're all right. Feedback protection's off. We're good to go. Yeah, get that feedback protection off. Turn it off. We want feedback. Uh, the original was "I Feel Fine." <laughs> before any fucker. Before, before the, the who, who. Before right? Hendrix. Ah, <laughs> uh, John. Uh, Liverpool drag is what we're calling this. What a drag! Three, two, one. Untitled Beatles podcast. Yeah, man. What's the name of this episode? This episode, TJ, on the Untitled Beatles podcast is called Liverpool Drag. Liverpool what now? Oh, sorry. Sir, uh, we have a long line. I have line. a child. Sir, we have a long line. We have plenty of people coming in here to see Liverpool Drag. It's perfectly harmless. There's no sex happening. It's a Beatles thing. May I tell you, though, that the number one cause of violence to children is drag? (laughs) This is a very, uh, yeah, this is a very special episode of the Untitled Beatles podcast. I'm Tony. That's TJ. Hi, TJ. Hey, Tony. Speaking of drag, uh, the underrated Jerry Herman musical, La Caja Faux. Thank you. Which the birdcage came from that or did the yes. birdcage originally inspire the musical then the musical inspired the birdcage i don't know the lineage i do love nathan lane i can fix this lacage was a 1973 french play turned into a 1978 french italian film turned into a 1983 broadway musical turned into the 1996 American comedy, The Birdcage. You do an eclectic celebration of the dance. You do fussy, fussy, fussy. You do Martha Graham, Martha Graham, Martha Graham. Or Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. But you keep it all inside. So Liverpool Drag, what the hell are we talking about? These are bands that aren't the Beatles, but in 64 when the Beatles came out, they suddenly appeared. There are a lot of like sound-alike Beatles bands that are maybe either trying to cash in on the thing or, or cash out on the thing, <laughs> or cash out because their career is floundering <laughs> and they need a, to hitch their ride onto this new Beatlemania fad. So, yeah, we're going to talk about like ten different uh, Beatles sound-alike songs. Like, wow, the Beatles aren't they the swinging living end? You dig, Chick? I dig, Chuck. That's one scene I gotta make. Me too, Chuck. Great, we'll make it together. I'll borrow wheels and we'll go, girl, go. Crazy. Let's give everybody the scam. 
Yeah, so you pitched this thing in the spring, and I had no idea what it was. I was basically the guy screaming in the back about drag. I didn't know <laughs> what you meant, and I believe there's a song called Liverpool Drag, there and is, I yes. still don't understand it, but it's a great idea, and I, <laughs> I did my homework for this. I had a Second City gig in lovely Indianapolis, and I, I drove you. myself, and I because it's my uh, dad's 03 Corolla, I burned a CD with a mix of these songs <laughs> for the show. I listened to all of them about six times, and I can't remember any of them. <laughs> no, there's some good ones, and there's certainly some things to discuss. There's definitely some of that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that. Of course, we have some housekeeping to do very briefly. Don't worry about it. We, all we're asking is that you maybe you like and subscribe. If you're listening now, you like this thing, hit the subscribe button. It helps uh, us. Please leave a kind review. And then we got the Patreon as well. I wanted to shout out two people in our Patreon, Mick B, who keeps making these great post episode artwork about the the shit we talk about. Can we share those? Mick Mick B's art is great. Yeah, I don't know how to share it. This is an audio medium. We could just <laughs> sit here and talk about. We it. have a website. <laughs> oh yeah, you're <laughs> yeah yeah. But then Casey, great the, producer Casey. <laughs> What's going on with the website? It check your job duties. Wait, hold on, man. Hold on, though. Like, th- this is a way we get people to s- get on the Patreon oh, so they can yeah. see these things. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're going to pull an Elon Musk and start charging for the website. Whoops. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so in our... <laughs> in our Sometime in New York City episode... Highest rated to date. <laughs> <laughs> people clamoring there's everyone has sometime in new york city fever right now because of our podcast well and here's yeah. the thing and sadly it's not going to be on ubp1 because it only made it to number two in record retailer <laughs> yeah yeah but Cashbox is still on our side <laughs> that said <laughs> so we mentioned david peel in that episode and uh one of our patreon members glenn k talked to David Peel on the telephone for like 10 minutes, like way back when. He bought a record called John Lennon for President. It was by David Peel and the Super Apple Band. It came out in 1980 on David Peel's own Orange Records. And I guess on the back of the record, he had his phone number. And Glenn Kay, being the inquisitive, curious guy he is, called him up and talked to him for like 10 minutes and stuff, talking about Lennon as president. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Isn't that cool? John Lennon for President! So those are some tales that you can enjoy on our Discord, which is accessible if you join the Patreon. I'll post them for free on our website. (laughs) Why don't I post free content? Sorry, maybe I'm the socialist. I get it. I'm the Bernie, you're the Ramaswamy. (laughs) Oh, God. You know what, man? I actually, I went to school, elementary school, with a kid named Vivek Ramaswamy. And when he uh, before I saw a picture of him, I thought it was the same guy. No, he's much younger, but the, well, not much younger. He's he's younger. <laughs> Get out of my mind. Younger. <laughs> All right, man, let's do it. Let's do it. Liverpool drag. Let's get into it, man. So, Tony, I call this album or the compilation you made of 10 songs. The songs Lennon and McCartney gave away before even considering writing them and giving them away. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like it, it feels like a mimeograph of a of Beatles songs. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's great. Not a copy. Like a like it's got 
purple ink that vaguely gets you high. A stencil duplicator or mimeograph can quickly produce copies in one or more colors, usually purple. So these are groups that aren't the Beatles, but perhaps attempted to cash in on the whole Beatlemania fad that was sure to end at any moment. Uh, the day after the Beatles played Ed Sullivan, I've heard stories about a lot of boys combing their hair forward now. Guitar sales went up, bass sales, drums, all the music, like everyone started forming a band. It was the thing that's formed a million bands. There's some bands that were kicking before the Beatles that suddenly have a Beatles sound now. Mm -hmm. You know, the, before that, they sounded more like the Four Seasons or whatever. And now like, oh, now we're the Beatles. Kind of like the Knickerbockers a little bit. Lies, lies, you're telling me that you'll be true. Like before Lies, they were kind of a one of those like New Jersey, Philadelphia, <laughs> doo-wop corner guys. Is Lies 66? I think so. It's either 66 or 65, but I don't know. That's an era of after the Beatles have been around for a couple years and bands kind of learned how to emulate the Beatles more. Like, what's another one I was thinking that's kind of like a Beatle kind of early primal song, the Swingin' Medallions, uh, oh, Double Shot huh. of My Baby's Love. You know that tune, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah! It's got kind of an organ feel, but that to me has kind of got like a ramshackle, almost like clubby Beatles feel. And that's, I think, 65 or 66. So I feel like bands did this better a few years after, once they had better material. Because what plagues almost every song on this list is they're among <laughs> the most poorly written compositions. It's almost, it's like, it, it's an insult to the Todd Rundgren album, uh, Utopia's <laughs> Deface the Music. <laughs> Like, which is like, you know, where every song's kind of a different song from the Beatles, you know, like as a sure. Beatles tribute. Yeah. These are trying to be the early stuff, but they're done terribly. Yeah. They're done rather slapdash. They're, they're thrown together. It's all a cash grab. This is all about cash grab slash popularity slash, I don't know what, survival or something. <laughs> Often these albums were packaged to make people think they were buying a Beatles record. So there's also some deception at play here. Uh, in fact, when we were at Beatlefest slash Fest for Beatles fans, one of the record guys had a, a, a record by the Liverpools and I bought it. Right. I bought it. It was like 10 bucks. I'm like, oh, I want to hear these stupid, you know, fake Beatles songs. And the vendor, nice guy, I forget his name, but I think he's got a shop around here in Oak Park in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, he's been a dealer at the Fest for years, too. He's got maybe the greatest collection of Beatles stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. He's got yeah. every variation of everything. You want the orange <laughs> capital? Got to get you to my life. Got it. Yeah, and he's real calm about everything. I think he's, you know, he's over it. <laughs> he's over everybody. He's like, yeah, that's the orange capital. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have purple capital? Yeah, yeah, I got purple capital over here. Yeah, just, yeah You have the 78 or the 88? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I have both. Actually, I have two of the 88. Um, they sound better. I don't know why there's two out there. Oh, there's a different B-side on that. Okay, yeah. Thanks, Wally. <laughs> So that vendor yeah. made sure that I knew that I was not buying a Beatles record. <laughs> He's ass. like, you know, this isn't the Beatles. And I'm like, yeah, man, I know. Like, 
check out this song. I want to hear what, like, there was some song on there called, like, <laughs> Brian's Monster or something like that. I'm like, I want to know what Brian's Monster is about. <laughs> John found out in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. allegedly, don't say that around him. He'll beat the shit out of you, man. Allegedly, <laughs> on Paul's birthday, he's gonna wait for Paul's birthday to beat the crap out of you. That was the first Lennon hits out story, you know, with me beating up Bob Woolworth, Paul's twenty-first, and that was terrible. You know. Well, anyway, the Liverpool song in question is actually called Chuck's Monster. Here's some of the liner notes from that Liverpool's album I bought. It's called The Liverpool's Beatlemania in the USA. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Wincoat hopes this model album also will share in the great success of the original. (laughs) (laughs) Wincoat? Wincoat was the label, yeah. My favorite thing is, I think with the exception of Bobby V... Every one of these songs is on a label that didn't exist before or after that song. Right, right. Yeah, this is, yeah, fly by night, like, show up to the offices. Hey, where the offices go? <laughs> old people putting records in dust jackets in doing it here at two in the morning. Yeah. Original child labor is pressing Beatle imitation stuff in the spring of 64. Yeah. And then while they're sweatshopping, they're also recording them singing. Right. Fake Beatles songs. <laughs> cha, cha, cha. <laughs> You're still on the clock, kid. <laughs> Christmas ain't coming this year unless you work. Go. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I always picture like these bands too. They're like, you know, Archie's comics characters, you know, doing like, oh, yes. let's comb our hair forward. <laughs> You know, these are all, especially the last one. It's like the Flintstone kids doing uh, let the sunshine in. There's an element of like what cartoon people thought pop was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into it, man. We picked 10 songs. You picked him before. This was your idea. (laughs) All All these songs are yours. I happily didn't probably get to edit the episode, but yeah, I'm thrilled that you came up with this because it did. I knew some of these, the things I knew more of were like the beat brothers type, the, the, the Tony Sheridan recordings being repackaged and fleshed out with people that weren't the Beatles, but were meant to kind of be like that. But this stuff, I did not know this world and I'm grateful (laughs) and I don't ever need to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's too bad, TJ, because there's plenty more where this came from. But we, (laughs) I slash we selected 10. Let's start with uh, The Bugs, B-U-G-G-S. There's two bands that actually had this moniker. There's one that put a single out and there's one that put an LP out. This is the band that put the LP out it was called the Beetle Beat, and Beetle is spelled correctly, as in B E E T L E. That ain't correct. What kind <laughs> of fan is you? This came out, it says it came out in February of 64, which, whatever, I find that very hard to believe. Recorded in England, which is a lie. <laughs> yeah, by, by four uh, lost Americans? These people are yeah. not in- English. No, they're from New Jersey. Uh, This is a band that was actually called the Coachman 5, or as you would say, TJ, Coachman V. Yeah, Coachman V. (laughs) I I like when they added a six member. (laughs) Coachman (laughs) VI. Yeah, that was Jimmy Nickel. I don't know if you knew that. Before the shub dubs, he was in Coachman VI. Or as I like to say, Coachman 6. Because you're incorrect. Because I've been correct. Yeah. Beetle, two E's. So 
<laughs> Coachman V. All right, TJ. We're from Bergen County, New Jersey. Guess who's playing fucking organ on this? Organ and backup vocals. Who? Recently deceased. Gary Wright. The original Dreamweaver. No way. That's cool. Gary Wright's in this group, man. I've just closed my eyes again. Climbed aboard the Dreamweaver train. So there's a Ringo connections. Gary Wright played in the All-Star Band tour. There is so a These Beatle guys are connection. connected to Ringo. This got to go <laughs> off the list. <laughs> Well, all right. Maybe when we do the reissue, we'll cut all this shit out. (laughs) But for now, let's take a listen to The Bugs with the episode title cut, Liverpool Drag. I love you and I need you, baby. Why can't you understand? I'm pleading. It's you I'm needing, baby. I wish you'd leave that man. Why won't you leave that man, my man? The original title, TJ, was Why Won't You Leave That Man? (laughs) They say man, my man, my man. (laughs) They invented the phrase my man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. It it certainly sounds a lot like I Want to Hold Your Hand. There's something going on with that. Uh, On this record, they also cover I Want to Hold Your Hand and She Loves You which a lot of these bands cover. I feel like that also gives you a timestamp on like mm-hmm. when these records were made, you know, like, oh, February of 64. It, it could have been made like two weeks later, you know, why not? I mean, some of the story on this record was that these guys recorded these songs, Coachman V, Coachman 5. Then the record company did a thing where they made them, you know, the Beatles, and they changed these uh, song titles to things like Liverpool Drag, which they never say or well, yeah, sing. What does it mean? Um, Is that like a driving reference? A one, two, three, four, five? Let's go for a drive. It might. It might because we're, we're right on the heels of surf and hot rod songs being in the, in you know, Drag City. You know, a lot of songs about dragging. All that chill wave stuff. <laughs> yeah, chill wave. That's chill wave. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, if it is, it's a fascinating title to call it Liverpool Drag because it plays on the direct. Everyone has now heard for the first time in American history, everyone knows where Liverpool is. Right. And then drag associates with the, the American car craze of the early 60s. Uh, yeah, that would make great. It's a great marketing. It's a shame. It's a shitty take on I want to hold your hand in a different key. And seriously, I'm so annoyed by ma 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 drives me nuts. Why won't you leave that man, 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 Why won't you leave that man? Yeah, this did not chart. None of these songs charted. Untitled Beatles podcast exclusive. Yeah. Untitled Beatles Podcast <laughs> exclusive. Bite me, Mark Lewison. Uh, the next song up was originally called You Got Me Bugged. You got me bugged, 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 and I don't know what to do. You got me bugged, 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 cause I'm flipping over you. But turned into Mersey Mercy. Like the Cannibal Adderley Buckingham's tune. The Cannibal Adderley wrote in the Buckingham's covered Mercy, Mercy, Mercy. Mercy 
listen, Chicago's very own the Buckinghams <laughs> were huge for about a three-year span. Great cover of I Call Your Name. And I support the Buckinghams. I'm going to say Buckinghams <laughs> over the band Chicago. <laughs> I love when you get so excited, you climb to the top of your mountain and you scream it out from this, this mountain that you just made, you, gotta, you just decided about. It's, it's, they're a great band. Buckingham's over Chicago. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why not? I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that. Yeah. At least the Satara era. The Satara. Oh, the Satara. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so apparently this record was the first album purchased by Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo. Yeah. Who wrote all the, the beautiful uh, film music, Rushmore and a bunch of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Now he makes his living doing soundtracks. But he started Devo. And this explains a lot about Devo's whole thing, satirizing consumer and corporate culture. You know, so I, maybe, maybe whoever bought it for him thought they were buying the Beatles. And yeah, I guess he was he was not amused. And he actually wrote a song in the 70s called You Got Me Bugged. That's really cool. What a what yeah. a cool fact that this was marked just by chance. Mom or dad bought it at like the Woolworths or the drugstore exactly. or whatever. You bought 45s or records or whatever. And that's the first thing you heard. That is a I love those beautiful stories. Right? Yeah. 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 These records made their way into people's homes, you know, <laughs> somehow, you know, often by accident. You got me Yeah, Tony, what does you got me thinking of loving a wedding ring mean? <laughs> like by, buying? Like lo- loving, loving a someone? Ring. I'm pretty sure he says you got me thinking of loving a wedding ring. And at one point, I don't remember this note, but I've got the word butt written down four times. Y- you got me, but, you got me, but, 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 but. I don't know what that refers to. <laughs> I think they're saying bugged. You got me bugged, 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 <laughs> bugged. I yeah. Shandog just, just hears butt. Yeah. I mean, you're a butt man. What can I, what can we say? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a cup fan and a butt man. Hey, I'm a cup fan. He's a cup fan. And I'm a butt man. He's a butt man. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, the one thing you can clearly kind of see that they nicked from the Beatles is the that low guitar phrase that they stole from It Won't Be Long. Every night when everybody has fun. Yes, it is, as is a, like a weak-ass twist and shout, Bill. What pretty baby you win. That seems to be one of the things a lot of these groups do. The whole, the yeah, the twist and shout vocal build. Weak twist and shout and unenthusiastic wooing are yeah, hallmarks the of these songs. <laughs> well, let's move on to Bobby V. He was an established cat. In 64, he puts out this record called Bobby Lee Sings the New Sound from England. <laughs> <laughs> Your autocorrect changes it to Bobby Lee, too. Oh, fuck me. No, b- buddy, all my notes are Mad TV's own Bobby Lee. <laughs> Every <laughs> single note I have for this. We have to keep this because mine are the same way. <laughs> like, well, all right, I guess b- well, Bobby Lee of Mad TV <laughs> saying, take good care of my baby in 61. Uh-oh! 
anyway, this whole record has a bunch of songs. I just picked two of them that sound like the Beatles, starting with She's Sorry. She's Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wants to know what she must do to prove to you. She's Sorry, yeah, yeah. So that's got like a She Loves You kind of call and response chorus. There's some yeah, yeah, yeah's going on. And on, I want to hold your hand thing on the opening verse of She's Sorry. It's kind of dun, 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 dun. It's got, he's got that going too. Yeah, man. I will say this, man, that harpsichord intro. Did Bobby V just invent Gary Lewis and the Playboys? Oh, yeah. This is the beginning of of Jerry Lee Lewis's son. Uh, No, Jerry Lewis's son. (laughs) Different Gary. You're thinking of Bobby Lee. Uh, Buddy, I like Bobby V. Uh, The Night Has a Thousand Eyes is like a weird mid-80s oldies 104.3 classic (laughs) for me. Maybe I heard it once driving at like 11 o'clock in high school, but I remember it just one of those weird indelible like oldies i can't ex- it's just one of those so remember when you tell those little white lies that the night has a thousand eyes and take a care of my baby the beatles covered like the beatles they? yeah take a care of my baby please don't ever make her blue you love her make sure you're thinking of her in everything you say and do George saying at this point of the Decca audition. So Bobby V had some credibility. So to then a few years later, if his career had begun to sag in large measure because of the arrival of the Beatles, he does these flaccid, I got to hear what the rest of his album sounds like. I mean, it's got like, they have these faceless background singers. He says, sorry, so re like, that's not liver puddly. And that's just stupid. <laughs> well, he's from Fargo, man. That might be his the Fargo accent then. Okay. Fair point. All, all love to our Fargo residents. <laughs> darn tootin'. He's got an interesting story, man. So on the day the music died, the plane crash, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, Big Bopper, the gig they were going to, they still needed bands. And Bobby V put together like a, a last minute combo and filled that slot. And that's how his career started. Wow. And he was doing the Brill Building Pop. And then a musician that toured with him early on was a guy named Elston Gunn with three N's. Elston Gunn. Uh, this is a, a nom de plume, TJ. Mm-hmm. Paul Ramon. That, that's Bob Dylan. What? So Bob Dylan was in a touring band with Bobby V before he became Bob Dylan. Wow. And... I mean, other than the first couple of Dylan albums, you got to say Bobby V had the better career. I'm sorry, Bobby Lee. <laughs> sorry, Bob TV. Bobby Lee. Autocorrect. Use <laughs> autocorrect. This is a great commercial for autocorrect. Use autocorrect so you can fuck up on your side hustle. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is if this is a side hustle for you, you in trouble. <laughs> Tony, the harmonica that you referred to is terrible. And what harpsichord? Fucking key- harpsichord. Let me take that again. That's right. Autocorrect. A fucking autocorrect. Tony, the harpsichord you referred to is terrible. And um, what fucking key is this in? <laughs> well, it's, it's what key is it in? It's not in a key. It sounds minor. I don't know. Yeah, good question. It's by the last note is it's like the Brill Building for assholes. <laughs> she knows that she was wrong. It was her fault all along. She asked me to let you know. Ooh. She's sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's listen to another one, TJ. This is a song called Any Other Girl. interesting than this song (laughs) (laughs) it's a plagiarism of please please me and it almost has that take good care of my baby kind of vocal yes it does with that kind of uh vibrato thing going on yeah um it's a terrible song (laughs) i mean i i it's cool that there's piano but what is this okay so Bobby V is from Fargo. Bobby Lee is from California. California over Fargo. Bobby Lee over Bobby V. <laughs> or as I like to call him, Bobby Five. <laughs> Bobby Five is alive. Hey, laser lips. Your mama was a snowblower. Well, thank you, Bobby V. Next up is the Manchesters. The new sound from England. Beatle Rama. Uh, this is on Diplomat Records. It's an offshoot of Arista. No, no one's heard of it. <laughs> Let's listen to Love Has No Strings. Love has no strings, it travels at will. There's no way to find it, we can't hold it still. It comes and it goes like the sea with the tide. Real and it feels, there's no way to hide. TJ, my note for this is... Uh, and I Love Her by Cowboy Elvis. <laughs> yes, that's very apt because my note for this is. <laughs> Let's try it again. Three, Bobby two, B. one. Bobby Lee. <laughs> that's very apt because my note for this is this should play in a Tarantino film where someone's being dismembered. <laughs> that kind of ironically dark because you know what it actually does sound like it sounds a little like i mentioned todd rundgren and utopia um it sounds a little like their version of if i fell well where does the world go to hide it's got a little oh. bit of that feel but that's just 25 times better of a song I 
I wrote these guys. I literally, Tony, this is on after I got to Indianapolis Tuesday. We're recording on a Friday. My note is these guys sound stupid. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. They sound, yeah, these are like, yeah, like American uh, Archie uh, comics right. imbeciles, you know, that are like, oh, we could do what that's easy what they do. We'll do it too. 100%. <laughs> Here's what the liner notes say. The Beatles and their music approach the hysteria of the twist and similar music. <laughs> <laughs> What's the the twist? Never mind, we don't have time. <laughs> we got to get this record out. Stop writing. We feel we have captured the sound of the Beatles in this album, and it is being presented in an effort to keep our friends abreast of the current trends. <laughs> this is also further indication that good music need not be expensive. <laughs> I love when so. you undersell what you're selling <laughs> as an obvious marketing ploy. It's great. Yeah. Uh, well, let's listen to, oh, this is an original song by the Manchesters called Little Miss Margie. That's not original. What in the world and why? Okay, cover the song. It's clearly Tony. It's it's an it's an error. It's like it's like when when the Back to the Egg CD came out and Capital put Rudolph the Red Nosed Raggae on it. <laughs> like it's this is a typo. It's an error. It's a misspelling. They meant to spell please please me, but instead they spelled Little Miss Margie. Yeah, straight up cover of Please Please Me with the guy that can never hit the high note. <laughs> come on, 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 come uh, by the way, this is still streaming, so you can listen to this on Spotify. Like, I don't know who's getting residuals for uh, Little Miss Margie, but is it a needle drop or did Giles Martin do a remix from the original two track? <laughs> no, for real, what is it? Like, I wonder if it's a needle drop. I think it's from the master. Wow. Okay. No, I, I didn't hear any vinyl pops on it. Well, good yeah. for them. This I would still take this over from me to you on Beatles one. <laughs> Wow, man. Wow. <laughs> Full of hot takes today. Hey, it really is a testament, though, to the brilliance of Please Please Me, as you know, my favorite Beatles song, that even this drecky, poorly performed, <laughs> this is a one. even the poorly performed version, you still hear like, wow, what an innovative and exhilarating song. <laughs> performed incompetently. Right. Performed terribly. <laughs> I don't want to stop playing, but you know there's always been in my Next up is Gene Cornish and the Unbeatables. Unbeatables, but that's spelled <laughs> U-N-B-E-E-T-A-B-L-E-S. 
Anyway. <laughs> those are those little frozen things with peanut butter and jelly. Unbeatables. <laughs> That's also, I believe, the documentary of the 72 and 10 Bulls season was called Unbeatables. Oh, but spelled Unbeatables. Right. Yeah. And the VHS of that. Christmas <laughs> in 96. <laughs> well, dude, Gene Cornish. I don't know if you recognize the name, but Gene Cornish is a founding member of the Young Rascals. Who had the hits, Good Lovin', Groovin', etc. Wow, I didn't know that. So this guy, yeah, jumped on the magic carpet, the carnival mirror, Beetle Ride, and uh, gives us this song, Oh Misery. I feel so bad because I hurt you so bad night. It just don't seem to matter who's wrong or right. It's plain to see. I'll tell you one thing I liked about it is it's cool to hear Don't Bother Me ripped off. Exactly. How cool is that? Exactly. Yeah. Dude is smart. Dude's like, all right, what's a deep cut? No one's going to catch me on. And and such an I mean not that the hits weren't interesting but don't bother me is always such a weird early brooding number on the first American album. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah it's one of the first darker songs. Yeah, of from the Fabs from the Darker Horse from the Darker Horse. <laughs> <laughs> I know I I call this an excellent ripoff. This one, I this yes. one, I think is all right. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, <laughs> do I like it? Eh, that's debatable. But you know? it's 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 interesting. And again, ripping off a, not just a dark tune, but a Harrison tune is neat. I a lot of respect for that. And the Young Rascals, great band, indeed, man, indeed. Uh, moving on to the Weevils, not the Weevils, Dad, the Beatles, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Another topical one. <laughs> but this, you know, that happened. Someone uh-huh. bought a Weevils record thinking like, yeah, I think that's the group. Yeah, <laughs> just for the kid. Totally. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> this is the Weevils with their song, Here I Am in Love Again. Yeah! Man, another celebrity relation. B.J. Thomas was in this group. He had the hits, uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling. So I just did me some talking to the sun. And for Elvis fans, I just can't help believing. And I just can't help believing when she's whispering her magic and the tears are shining. Thomas also do Hooked on a Feeling, mm. the original? 
I feel like that was someone else, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Help us, P3Z. Hooked on a Feeling is a pop song originally performed by B.J. Thomas in 1968. However, it was Blue Swede who had a number one with it in 1974. It's obvious you two know virtually nothing about BJ's. Oh, thanks, Peter. Oh! Hey! One of these days, I'm going to rewire that fucking (laughs) robot. I I hope you (laughs) rust, robot. (laughs) Well, what do we think about Here I Am in Love Again by the Weevils? I think this is one of the two or three non-bad songs. At least this one has some energy. Yeah. Yeah, there's many variations on the whole yeah, yeah, yeah thing. I feel like around the guitar solo, this song becomes a Beach Boys song. Yes, it absolutely (laughs) does. It starts Beatles and then like, uh, this is more familiar. Yeah. So Capital was doubly <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah, man. The Weevils featuring uh, a young BJ Thomas. How about that? Yeah. The great BJ Thomas, who may or may not have been saying raindrops keep falling <laughs> on my head. No, he did. He may or may not have been saying hooked on a feeling, I mean. I, I'm hooked on. Next up, our penultimate entry, TJ. <laughs> this is like when the band, the local band's like, we got two more songs. <laughs> so, so people don't leave. Here's one we just learned. <laughs> <laughs> We're throwing a lot of clunkers at you today. Tony Rivers and the Castaways. Tony Rivers was a studio singer, session singer, and he has a song called I Love You. I'm not gonna tell you if you don't wanna know. Now, to me, TJ, this has like a Things We Said Today vibe that then turns into kind of like the zombies. Yeah, there's almost like a samba type feel in the middle. It's got a zombies feel to it. Zombie samba. (laughs) The samba zombies. (laughs) Musical guest, the samba zombies. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, man. What'd you think of this one? Uh, I wrote, at least these guys are trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're trying. I feel like this one's slightly like later period. You know, if we're doing things we said today, that means Hard Day's Night has come out to some degree. Yeah. Or uh, I guess Beatles 65. No, which one was? Things said today was on something new. Something new. Yeah. I'm glad we celebrate those records. I think they're fun. They should be. And Capital blew them off from uh, 88 until 2014 where they put them in a box set. And all of a sudden you could walk in the Walmart in Plymouth, Wisconsin and buy the early Beatles on CD. <laughs> it was so funny to me. <laughs> well, it's time for our last entry in today's episode of Liverpool Drag. This one's not cool. <laughs> Sorry. 
Like I almost need to check in with my parole officer. Like <laughs> this one's not right. This one's weird. This one is by uh, Di Beatelges. Sure, that's right. The <laughs> Beatelges. Uh, this is a this is a Dutch group called Di Beatelges doing a song called Yeah 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 Gekke Pappy. Gekki Puppy, greatest Boston Red Sox in the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- these are either adults or very sick children. These, <laughs> So, yeah, full disclosure, these are not children. These are adults doing, like, chipmunks tricks. But instead of pretending to be lovable squirrels, chipmunks or whatever, wearing clothing, these are, uh, yeah, children. It's actually one child on this on the 45 cover. It's three photos of the same kid holding a guitar three different ways in a diaper or whatever. <laughs> That's his, his generation's threedles. <laughs> Excuse me, TJ, you mean die three tempties. <laughs> That's the proper Dutch pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Coachman five. Coachman V. (laughs) So I don't know, man. Yeah. So this song's weird. It's got obviously the yeah, yeah, yeah thing going on. Uh, I thought I heard the lyric, hey, in my dumper, meet my new crapper. <laughs> well, <laughs> as someone who's raising a kid who's a big pooper, <laughs> when he had a diaper dumper, we would bring it to the crapper dumper. <laughs> Could this be some subversive Dutch message, that, you know, about the Beatles being a bunch of crying babies who shit their pants? Is that what this is, TJ? Oh, good point. Maybe Pete Best wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> this should have been the best of the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, what a weird. This is a this is yeah. File under curiosity. File under outsider music. Die Beatles. Uh, with yeah, 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 Gicky Poppy. I guarantee you, Wax Tracks on Lincoln, RIP, <laughs> had this 45 in 1988 for $9. I know, and you're regretting not purchasing I it. I regret now. it all the time. It's getting worse. It can't get much better. <laughs> it would be nice if they brought Wax Tracks back. That was, uh, did you ever hang out at Wax Tracks? Did you ever shop for records there? That's where I bought my first bootleg. So the, my very first bootleg was a Beatles bootleg. Uh, called Strawberry Fields Forever, which was like a TV set of them in their Sgt. Pepper outfits uh, for the Hello Goodbye promo video. It's awesome. And it had like, yeah, it had different, it had like Tea Room Music, I think was on it, and like uh, a couple different takes of Strawberry Fields, and I forget what else was on there. But yeah, it was a cool little boot. I sometimes wish there were two different kinds of record stores. Like I wish there was like the Rose Records Tower type store. Sure. And then like the like and then the old school like a Wax Tracks like a uh, Doctor Wax, 
uh, secondhand tunes, a, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, but just use stuff. Because it does get annoying sometimes when you're browsing in a record store and, and they have five or six copies of like, oh, the Revolver remix, you know, but like nothing else. Or like you're yeah. looking at the Led Zeppelin thing and it's only, you know, all the reissued stuff sealed and then like a rant, like now and Zen, you know, a used <laughs> copy of right, it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, Tony, if they do have two different kinds of record stores in the future, would you rather buy new versions of these songs in a reissued box set? Like maybe the Untitled Beatles podcast box set is we repress all these like Casey and P3's and that's remix them all and we press them on limited vinyl. Who's going to Bobby? What? Bobby Lee from Mad TV is going to sue us? Doubt it. Well, TJ, thank you for enjoying Liverpool Drag. Thank you, Casey, our producer, for producing this. And thank you, the listener. <laughs> oh, TJ. TJ became a listener. Wake up. It's the Untitled Beatles podcast. You listen to us while you sleep. So, you know, Tony, I want to thank you. <laughs> For giving me the best days. No, I want to thank you, Tony, for exposing me to this dreadful music that I ordinarily would not have known. And um, because of this, I still can't let my son listen to this episode because of the name. But because of this, I will honor you by doing my Marv Albert impression. Watch me wear them pink panties. Liverpool drag. Yes. Take it, TJ. <laughs> Take it, TJ. Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>